When lilacs last in the dooryard bloomed and the great star early drooped in the western sky at night, I mourned and yet shall mourn with ever-returning spring. From the American poet Walt Whitman. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Almanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for May 24th to 31st, 2013. We're on the full flower moon and some natural events for this quarter moon. Remembering and grieving the dead is natural and good for us, and many other creatures do the same. That is what we Americans do on Memorial Day weekend. On Sunday, we go to the cemeteries where departed friends and family rest quietly under stones, while new translucent leaves flag the branches of the oaks and maples overhead. Pink and white flocks runs riot through the grass underfoot, and bluets and violets silently set their faces toward the sun for their brief moment of glory. It's a good thing that we do, though it probably does us more good than it does those who have gone on beyond this world of joy and pain. And then on Monday, we honor those who have died in war, and that is good too. After all, they were promised that their ultimate sacrifice was pure and right and for the benefit of the living and that we would ever honor it. And even if they were deceived by leaders who were not sent into harm's way themselves, nor their sons, are we to forget that promise after the dead are gone? A few veterans have hung flags on the utility poles in some towns, and that is good too, but not an unblemished good. The flags are made in China. They get soaked in rain and splashed with mud by big trucks and they hang sodden and unappreciated in the night. Far more veterans stay home and grieve for their buddies and for themselves, for the endless devastations of war inflicted on warriors and innocents alike, and for the hollow and deceitful promises of peace through slaughter. Here's a rank opinion. And what might the dead say on Memorial Day from their vantage point in a realm far away from our ancient hostilities of races, religions, and nations, but still so near to our hearts? They might say, did you honor us like this when we were alive? Did you take our children by the hand and see that they had enough? Did you love us then as much as you do now? Why do you not offer your flags and flowers and food and prayers for the living? We are gone on, safe in the hands of the Creator. But the living are yet in your hands. Spend your billions and trillions on food, not on firebombs, on schools, not on shells, on medicine, not on missiles. Make the ultimate sacrifice so that others may live not so that they may die at your hands. That is the honor we dead desire for ourselves, but even more for you. 
Here's a field and forest report. A walk in the woods reveals to the wondering eye clusters of rare and delicate trillium in bloom. Nearby, spears of blue flag rise from the mud. And Rhodora, New England's wild azalea, covered in shocking pink bloom. Ox-eye daisies are raising their gold and white early blooms above scalloped deep green leaves, while magenta lady slippers and blue and white forget-me-nots show their shy flowers in shady places. Apples, pears, and lilacs are in bloom, while wild cherries and shad bush petals are falling. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. First from Edward R. Murrow. We must not confuse dissent with disloyalty. We will not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. If we remember that we are not descended from fearful men, nor from men who feared to write, to speak, to associate, and to defend causes which were, for the moment, unpopular. And from Helen Keller, all the world, the world is full of suffering. It is also full of the overcoming of it. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. 